Welcome to the EFC Podcast. I'm Karen Stiller. We're joined today by Dave Addison, who is the Executive Director of Toronto City Mission, an organization that serves the poor and marginalized in Toronto. In fact, here's their mission statement. Through God's transformational power, we build loving relationships to bring hope to children and families impacted by poverty. And Toronto City Mission is one of the many organizations across Canada who has been impacted by the Canada Summer Jobs Grant situation. So Dave, welcome to the podcast. Well, it's great to be here, Karen. Thank you for uh, uh, taking the time. Yeah, well, tell us, uh, Dave, how Toronto City Mission has been impacted exactly. What is your history with the Canada Summer Jobs Grants? Well, we, uh, I think for at least over 15 years, have applied to uh, the Summer Jobs Grant program or its equivalent in uh, uh, previous iterations. But uh, we regularly hire students to come alongside our full-time staff uh, to run our summer camps. Uh, presently, we run camps in four communities, uh, priority communities across the city of Toronto. And um, uh, we have about 135 kids uh, taking part for uh, seven weeks of camp, um, all of which is uh, provided at no cost to the children. Uh, we also have about 21 mission teams who come alongside to volunteer their time uh, and support throughout the uh, uh, the summer. But the uh, summer interns, as we call them, um, are a key part of our staffing uh, okay. to, um, to be able to have these summer camps. And mm-hmm. Last year, for instance, we had uh, about $70,000 of funding uh, through the Canada Summer Jobs Program uh, to help pay wow. not all, but a portion of the uh, uh, the salary costs for uh, those uh, 16 summer interns. Yeah, and so you're reaching out to children who likely would not otherwise be going to camp, is that right? Yes, there are, um, a number of the kids uh, are ones who take part in our after-school programs during the year. Okay. Um, all are um, living in priority neighborhoods, St. Mm-hmm. Jamestown, Kingston, Galloway, Flemington Park, uh, and Willow Tree. Most of them in Toronto community housing. Um, many uh, families on social assistance uh, or, uh, as we would classify, working poor. Okay. And um, a number of uh, single-parent uh, uh, families as well. Uh, so definitely uh, uh, families and children on the uh, on the margins and yeah. and vulnerable. And when you said seven weeks of camp, that means um, that like each camp in these different communities around the city are, are run for seven weeks. So is that right? Yes. Okay. Uh, in St. Jamestown, it's actually six weeks because we have a different program for uh, for one week. But every other community, wow. seven weeks. Uh, um, and uh, five days a week for uh, for that uh, period of time. So that is um, must be a huge relief to the parents, right? The kids are taken care of; they're in a healthy environment for almost the whole summer. Yeah, and and I think um, it's uh, when you say healthy environment, um, it it is uh, the fact that it's a very loving um, mm. environment with mm. a, a high ratio of of um, uh, staff, uh, both volunteer and summer uh, uh, summer staff that are uh, breathing into these kids. Yeah. And I think something else to mention: it's uh, although we are a Christian program, um, we uh, we do have Bible sharing, Bible stories as mm-hmm. a part of our program. Um, we 
are open to people of all faith and no faith to participate. Mm -hmm. And uh, particularly in communities like uh, Flemington Park, uh, we have a number of Muslim uh, children who are participating and the parents can make a choice if they want a child to not uh, uh, participate during that time of Bible study. Right. And we'll make accommodation with other activities during that time. Hmm. But these families um, have also said that they want a place where they uh, their kids are going to be loved and and where um, proper influences of other both the, um, uh, the the staff and also other participants in the program uh, will be, you know, certain behavior won't be acceptable uh, and they are grateful to have us uh, there. Uh, it's, yeah, it's a significant uh, uh, impact in, um, in those communities and on those families. Yeah, I'm sure. And presumably your work with the children and running the camps and with Toronto City Mission in general has nothing to do with abortion or issues of sexuality, which were the two uh, big things in the Canada Summer Jobs Grant situation, correct? Absolutely. There's, um, I mean, we, uh, it's it's no part of our, yeah. our uh, mandate. It doesn't come up and it's not a part of our curriculum. Right. Uh, you know, frankly, if, um, if it hadn't been put on the table uh, by this uh, attestation clause, um, you know, it wouldn't be something that we're even discussing. Yeah. Okay. So tell, t- walk me back to when you first heard about the attestation requirement. What did you think and how did you feel? Did you know right away this was going to impact you guys? Well, it's a great question, Karen. I, I actually, when I first read it, I thought, well, it, it has to be intended for some purpose other than uh, preventing us from receiving funding to run a summer camp, mm-hmm. uh, that that certainly wouldn't be their intention. And so I, I guess, naively uh, believed that they would write the wrong that was uh, wording that um, would be unacceptable uh, to many uh, Christian or other faith-based uh, organizations um, that uh, couldn't accept the wording of the attestation, um, even though their activities had nothing to do with uh, the, uh, the the values or mm-hmm. uh, things that are outlined in um, uh, in the attestation. So I, I thought it would go away. Yeah. Um, but soon thereafter, I realized no, they were they were taking a firm position. Uh, and regardless of the impact it was going to have on so many uh, people, um, you know, marginalized people in uh, uh, in this province yeah. and across the country. So you went ahead, uh, Toronto City Mission went ahead and applied, but you did yeah. not check the attestation, I presume. How did you actually process that? Well, we wrote, uh, we did um, a paper-based application because, as you know, uh, online, uh, as soon as you don't hit the attestation box, it kicks you out um, as non-compliant. So w- w- with the um, uh, wording that was an aggregate of uh, that from the EFC and the four C's mm-hmm. uh, and a bit of our own, um, we put a letter basically in lieu of, and uh, uh, it's certainly saying we'll respect uh, all human rights codes, uh, respect um, the uh, uh, the charter. Um, although, interestingly enough, the charter is there not to bind us, but rather to bind the government uh, and uh, so that we would have freedom of religion, beliefs, expression, conscience, um, values. So I, uh, I just mentioned that because it was an odd yeah. twist to have the charter used as a sword uh, 
you know, as opposed to a shield, which mm -hmm. it's intended is. But uh, we put that application through uh, with the uh, letter. And yesterday, last night, we received uh, the email uh, that uh, says that unless we uh, check the I attest box mm. um, and submit within 10 days, then we will be denied our, our grant. Okay. And this year, uh, just to give perspective, mm -hmm. um, with the new minimum wage in Ontario, uh, we would be looking at about $100,000 this year compared to the $70,000 uh, okay. last. Wow. So what will you do now? I know there are guidelines that people are suggesting, um, but are, have you thought yet what your next step is? Well, one thing will be uh, to um, to write a letter uh, requesting accommodation under the uh, uh, the charter uh, okay. for freedom of religion and conscience and expression, and um, we'll basically be putting that forward so it's on record. Um, and uh, because I do anticipate that there will be litigation uh, that will follow, um, whether we'll participate in that or not, um, that'll be. Uh, decided by the board, um, right. and we have we are, have not gathered to uh, discern that yet. But um, I anticipate it will happen, and um, you know, will uh, possibly this this wrong will be righted at a later date. Um, but uh, in the meantime, our focus is on uh, raising funds yeah. uh, to uh, uh, because we've we've begun interviewing. Like we made a decision when we put the application in we had to have camp i mean we've been planning for six months uh, uh the families are um you know build a lot of their summer plans around the expectation that we have these camps mm -hmm. and we uh, want to maintain uh, the relationships that we have with the kids during our year-long program and we want to uh, expand our relationships with further kids in the communities so um, we're going ahead uh, and we're stepping out in faith wow. uh, to, um, uh, you know, and just entrusting in God's provision. Yeah. Um, so that's really, uh, you know, our focus now is to share the good news um, that, uh, uh, that we're going to continue to um, honor God uh, and um, honor our commitment to these, uh, these children and families who are impacted by poverty. Uh, run the camp and 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 hopefully um, people will will come alongside and, and provide uh, support. So Dave, are you um, how bold are you being? <laughs> like are you planning on hiring 17 students like you did last summer? Are you moving in that direction? We are. Oh, wow. uh, it'll actually be 16. Okay. Um, we 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 had one uh, that was, uh, working on administration in the office, and we feel that was maybe, um, you know, that we can manage without that okay. assistance. But the the other four uh, interns working in each of the four communities, so we will be hiring all 16, and we'll be paying them um, full, full salary. Yeah. And um, not, you know, I've heard other organizations say they'll go with just an honorarium or look for, you know, full um, missional uh, support for for staff, okay. but we just don't feel that we could make that pivot on on you know at this point, and and um, and we certainly can't run camps on the scale that we've had in the past without that full complement of staff. Right. Yeah, well, so, what, um, I mean, what really strikes me as you were speaking was, yeah, families depending on you. I you've been there yes. before; they're going to expect you and want you and need you to be there for them again. 
Absolutely. So have you have you been encouraged so far? Have people stepped up and shown their generosity? Well, I, yeah, I had um, uh, had the opportunity to to I guess kind of become a bit of a spokesman in the media, and uh, uh, without any PR campaign or intent, it just happened. Uh, but I ended up on CTV um, and National, and then CBC National, and Power and Politics, um, and uh, uh, each time, particularly in Power and Politics, presenting our uh, our position mm-hmm. and. Um, uh, people who saw that uh, uh, did uh, did respond certainly with words of encouragement, with prayer. Uh, but there was one gentleman at my church. I go to St. Paul's uh, Bloor Street, uh, Anglican, and um, a gentleman approached me uh, and praised me for um, holding the position that we uh, uh, that we have as a mission. And uh, and he said, you know, you don't want to be beholden or reliant on on government funding that mm-hmm. can have these kinds of um, uh, conditions and, and values tests. And um, so he said, you just need uh, Christians and other people of compassion to step forward and, and support you. And he said, in fact, I'm, I'm going to give uh, $5,000 wow. and you just need another 19 people to give hmm. that or, you know, a, a X number times who might give less than that. Um, but, uh, you know, you just need people to uh, come together and, and, continue to do the good work, God's work that you're doing. So that was encouraging. I had another man from Burlington uh, uh, reach out and uh, he had no prior connection with the mission or with me. And and he and his wife just happened to watch that uh, piece on the CBC and and they made a thousand dollar donation on the spot. And, wow. uh, and I talked to him after, called him to thank him. And, and we had a glorious conversation for mm-hmm. a half hour just... Um, uh, spirit filled and we prayed together and um, and he's going to uh, uh, look to encourage others as is uh, Scott from St. Paul's he's going to uh, reach out uh, to other people to try and um, uh, get them to come alongside as well so these things are extremely encouraging and, yeah. and just affirming that uh, uh, you know united brothers and sisters in Christ we will uh, uh, we will prevail and uh, as long as we're doing God's work yeah, well, that is uh, that is so encouraging, Dave. As you um, think about all the other organizations that are in the same situation, I mean, just those last couple of stories are so encouraging. But how would you? Um, what words of encouragement would you offer to them as they move forward in ministry? Well, I think uh, you know anyone who who sat and discerned and made the decision to not check the box mm-hmm. or to check it, but with a, a letter in lieu or an amended attestation. As you get these emails uh, telling you 10 days to correct it mm-hmm. or not, don't waver um, in your uh, resolve uh, that uh, God is um, on your side, yeah. uh, that uh, your process of discernment uh, um, was uh, honoring God and you are fulfilling God's will. So put your trust in God. And um, and whatever that might mean, how you move forward as an organization. Um, and if people, you know, might you might not have a community of people of financial means to uh, offset the money lost through the grant, but maybe there are people who can volunteer their time uh, to augment uh, the short, uh, short staff. Uh, but everyone has time to pray 
And um, so prayer support for all of those organizations, churches, parachurches that are affected, and the people um, who the uh, programs serve uh, just uh, remain very prayerful for um, uh, for their uh, support, uh, for their provision, um, and uh, and that they would continue to do the uh, the good work. Uh, the enemy is the master of deception, uh, division, um, disunity, and clearly um, he's uh, um, at work here. And we just have to uh, uh, to know that God is on our side and remain uh, steadfast in our faith. Dave, thank you so much. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To listen to more and to subscribe to Faith Today, Canada's Christian magazine, please visit www.theefc.ca forward slash faith today.